This is Public Hearing, an Auburn City News podcast brought to you by the Auburn Plainsman. I'm Elizabeth Hurley, community editor for the Plainsman. I'm Evan Mielens, assistant community editor for the Plainsman. Well, we've got an exciting weekend, I'd say. Iron Bowl Saturday. Yes, yes, yes. The best Saturday of the year. Yeah, pretty yep. much. And uh, I will be missing it, sadly. So. Oh, rip. Yep. But hopefully it'll be fun, like 2017. I mean, I know two is out. I don't know much about football, but I know that. And uh, I know that that means that maybe I can have something all over my sister. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> that, that'd be nice. That'd be mm-hmm. nice. You got bragging rights at a... Always at, good. At Christmas, yeah. Oh yeah, that that means the Auburn ornament goes above the Alabama one, right? Oh, definitely, definitely, yeah. <laughs> um, so in true holiday week fashion, since it was the fourth Tuesday of the month, there was no city council this week. Actually, city offices were closed a few days this week for the holiday. Yeah, but during holidays, one thing that seems to be open longer are businesses. This week, our guest is Auburn Downtown Merchant Coordinator Jessica Kahn. She is in charge of overseeing membership, events, and marketing for the Downtown Merchants Association. Some of their member businesses include Rhapsody, Stamp, and J&M Bookstore. They even stretch down North College to include Mountain High Outfitters in the heart of Auburn Complex. Restaurants are also members of the association, such as Little Italy, The Hound, and Mellow Mushroom. Businesses and groups that don't fit into these two categories are also members as part of the living category. These include the Auburn University Hotel and Dixon Conference Center, Auburn United Methodist Church, and Auburn Bank. The Downtown Merchants hosts a lot of community events in downtown Auburn, like the upcoming Christmas Parade. They also often partner with other community groups, the city and the university, to put on events in downtown Auburn, such as Tip Off at Tumors, the Downtown Summer Art Walk, and the Downtown Trick or Treat, along with many, many other events. We sat down with Miss Khan to talk about the upcoming holiday season in downtown Auburn. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. So um, we kind of this week wanted to talk about, obviously, with Thanksgiving and uh, the holiday season coming up, kind of what's going to be going on in downtown Auburn. But first, talk to us a little bit about the Downtown Merchants Association. What is it that you guys do? So a lot of people don't know this, but the Downtown Merchants Association, we are our own entity, so we're separate from the chamber, tourism, or the city, but we just work closely with those organizations. So we are our own, really, we're a nonprofit. So we we um, make, we have about 65 active members, and so you just have to be in the downtown urban core to be a member of the Merchants Association. So we we really we represent what is downtown Auburn. So if you follow downtown Auburn on Instagram or Facebook, that's us. That is the Merchants Association. Um, most of the events that you do see take place in downtown Auburn, most of them are put on by the Merchants Association. Um, and we typically try to say this is brought to you by the Auburn Downtown Merchants Association. Mm-hmm. Um, so so it's really important for us to really get it out there who we are because. The more events that people support, especially the ticketed events like Cheers on the Corner and the Family Supper, a lot of that money is able to go back into our association to put on future events because a lot of our events, too, are free, you Mm -hmm. know. So we end up spending a lot of money throughout the year versus making money. (laughs) So so we do have those few things that allow us to make a little money. Um, So we love the support and... Um, Yeah, but the Merch Association has actually been around since the 70s. A lot of people don't know that. Wow. Yeah. So talk to us a little bit about what are your responsibilities as coordinator for the Downtown Merchants? Oh, gosh, a little bit of everything, I guess. (laughs) Um, I was the first one in this position, too. So prior to I started... uh, 
uh, two and a half years ago. Okay. And prior to that, it was just strictly board members that ran it. Mm -hmm. um, and all those board members are business owners. So as you can imagine, they don't have a lot of time outside running their businesses and their already busy lives to plan the events and handle the social media. So I was, they, you know, approached the city and said, is this something that y'all can, you know, help fund this position? So anyways, it, it was a it was passed and I got mm -hmm. hired. Um, so just so I gave you that little backstory because basically when I got in, it was just kind of like you can kind of make it what you want, but here's mm -hmm. what what here's also what our expectations are of you. Um, so there was only a few events already in place that I took over essentially, and then I've added new events to our calendar mm -hmm. and. Like I said, I oversee all the social media. So if you do follow Facebook, I follow us on Facebook or Instagram. That's all me, um, which if y'all have ever done social media management, you know, that is a it can actually be a lot more time consuming <laughs> than people think. Um, yeah. So it's a, and then it's the social media. It's the marketing of our events. It's the planning events, the execution of them. But also it's advocating on behalf of the merchants and being their vo voice because we have a lot of people who will reach out and just say, you know, like, oh, we want to do this or we want to do that or how do the merchants feel about this? And, you know, I try to be their voice, you know, <laughs> so it's kind of hard to represent all of the businesses because not all of them may feel one way about it. You know, not all of the businesses are in favor of the, you know, new buildings in downtown. Not all of the businesses love the parking situation. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's kind of hard to find that happy medium. So, um, so yeah, I, I'm that liaison though, between, you know, the merchants and the press a lot of times. So, you know, and they cover any stories on downtown Auburn, it's typically me giving, you know, a statement and, <laughs> Sometimes that's hard because, like I said, I'm trying to speak for everyone when, you know, they don't all have the same opinions mm -hmm. on it. So let's talk a little bit about some of those events that are coming up in downtown Auburn. Um, can you tell us about maybe the parade that's coming up? Right. Yeah. So the Christmas parade, that has been around for a long time in Auburn. It's one of the best holiday traditions. Um, so the Christmas parade is going to take place on December 8th. We line up on the Thatch Concourse on campus, and it starts at 2 p.m., which is a Sunday. Um, we typically have to cut it off. We have so many people <laughs> want to be in the parade. Um, and the only reason being is because one year we allowed, like, as many floats as possible, and the parade ran into itself. <laughs> it was so long. So we, so starting last year, we did have to cut it at, I think, 70 is the max number. And I say seven. It's not typically 70 organizations, but, you know, some organizations have, you know, two floats or a float and a walking group. Yeah. So really, we try to gauge, you know, just how big it'll be. But yeah, so um, it, it's quite long, but it's fun. It's a great event. It's just, you know, it's something about, you know, growing up in a small town and just having a Christmas parade. Um, so that's a pretty big undertaking for the Merchant Association and myself specifically <laughs> is um, planning this because people like that are in the parade, they'll start contacting you as as early as like June to say like, hey, when do I sign up for the Christmas parade? Yeah. You know, so so people love it. Um, and we're excited. You know, we've got local favorites. So Aubie will be in it. And of course, the fire truck will um, have Santa. And there, so Aubie rides in the front and Santa's in the very back. So you're going to want to stick around for the entire parade to get mm -hmm. the full experience. Now, you guys recently took that over, right? From the right, chamber? yeah. So last year was my first year taking it on 
by myself. Um, so the chamber had done it in the past. Um, but what was great is I had always volunteered to work the Christmas parade as a diplomat with the chamber. So it wasn't it wasn't quite as overwhelming because <laughs> I already, you know, kind of knew the logistics. Mm-hmm. So, but it, it's definitely it's a little stressful, but it's <laughs> fine. You know, at least it's least it's Christmas, you know, (laughs) you know, last year though, it did rain. So I'm just hoping that we'll have better weather this year. (laughs) Here's hoping. So a little bit before that, we have Blue Friday coming up. Can you talk about that? Yeah. So um, for those who don't know, Blue Friday is really just our spin on Black Friday. So everybody knows what Black Friday is, the busiest shopping day of the year, which takes place the day after Thanksgiving. And of course, nowadays, I feel like you know, Black Friday's more on Thursdays yeah. nowadays. Like I saw the Target ad came out and it's like, you can come at 7 p.m. on Thanksgiving. So yeah. we will not be doing any of that. <laughs> Although with Iron Bowl being in town, I mean, with yeah. it being at home, I already know a couple of merchants who are like, yeah, we're going to open on Thanksgiving. So I'm like, okay, you know. So um, anyways, but yes, Blue Friday will take place on Friday in downtown. Um, and it's And it's really, it's going to be a great day for you to shop local and shop small. Um, And there's a lot of good deals. A lot of the business, most of the um, retailers will open at 8 a.m. that day. So that's an extra two hours early than they typically open. And a lot of them offer the doorbusters, you know, just like if you were to go to the big box stores. Um, But it's not as crazy. Like people aren't going to be fighting, you know, outside for a flash. No big lines. Yeah, no big lines. So this will be a lot more calmer. And I really encourage people to come out. You're going to find some great deals. Um, And just a great day to, I would either say you can shop for yourself or a great day to, you know, get a head start on your Christmas shopping if you haven't already. So, um, So, yeah, that's a big day. And. I know the day after that is Small Business Saturday, um, but for us, I w- I'd, I'd say let's celebrate our small businesses that day because Small Business Saturday is the same day as the Iron Bowl. Yes. So, <laughs> um, so I feel like a lot of our small businesses might get overlooked that day, but I feel like a lot of people shop anyways, you know. Mm-hmm. Downtown is always crowded on game day. So it's not that our small businesses will be neglected that day. They won't. Um, but I would say we will be for sure celebrating our small businesses on Friday. So now for Blue Friday, um, what is, is parking free downtown? Yes. So parking, because it is um, Thanksgiving break, Mm -hmm. because the students are gone, um, parking will be free. So that's nice. Um, We definitely though, I want to tell people though, if you're out there and you're shopping, you know, shop, dine, and that, but you know, please don't leave your vehicle there overnight to Mm -hmm. try to get a good spot because we definitely still want to encourage turnover, you know, in downtown. So everybody has the opportunity to come because that is why parking, that is why we have to charge for parking because if not, then, you know, y'all know, I mean, people just pull their cars there and never leave. (laughs) So, um, so anyways, yes, parking will be free. So that's great. Another good reason to come. Um, Yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be a fun day. So like you mentioned, uh, Iron Bowl Saturday is in Auburn uh, on Small Business Saturday. So how do you think um, that will impact businesses that day? Tremendous. Yeah. So, I mean, Auburn football plays a huge, you know, there's a, a, an economic, huge economic impact on our downtown merchants for sure. You know, when Auburn's doing well, our merchants are doing well. When Auburn has big home games, they're doing well. You know, October was was a rough month for the merchants. Mm-hmm. You know, they had some pretty low numbers compared to previous Octobers, and that's because we didn't have any home games. So, um, so yeah, I mean, with Iron Bowl being at home, it will be a big day for them. And, you know, they will 
all staff up accordingly and they prep for it and they'll be ready. So, but you know, there's still going to be some really good deals. I feel like, you know, a lot of them will probably be trying to clear out of that fall inventory. If they're a retailer, probably try to get rid of some of the fall inventory, all the orange and blue they might have put in stock for for football season. So they're definitely, you're definitely gonna be able to catch some good deals in town. I also heard that other sports can really help with the downtown scene, like last year's basketball team. Oh, for sure. Yes. I mean, it was, you know, everybody started talking about, oh, we're a basketball school now, you know, (laughs) and that's great for the merchants, you know, because so often, I mean, you know, when I was in school at Auburn, I mean, gosh, I just feel like everything was just football, football, football. But now that our basketball team's doing well, yes, you're right. I mean, I feel like this, you know, football season now, it almost feels like it extends into February and March mm-hmm. because of our basketball team doing yeah. so well. So, so yes, for sure. And, you know, historically, January and February can be very slow months for downtown because it's cold. A lot of people aren't you know, out there shopping and during this weather and, you know, it gets dark early. Um, but with basketball doing well, I really think that, you know, that can help for sure. So what does it mean for business owners to shop small? Oh, for business owners, you know, I mean, you, I tell people this all the time. You're not just supporting this business owner. You're supporting mm-hmm. their family as well. You know, they have kids. And 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 I know this from, you know, having my own children. <laughs> They're expensive. You know, <laughs> I mean, these business owners are, you know, able to sign their children up for dance or soccer or whatever because, because you're supporting them and you're supporting their business. You're not just helping some random CEO in California buy a new yacht. You know, that's not it at all when you're shopping small. Um, And for them, you know, I mean, this is their livelihood. That is like their child, you know, their businesses. Um, They put a lot into it. And typically when you go into these downtown businesses, you're going to see the owner of the store in that business, you know, and I think that says a lot right there. Um, And, and, and really they're, they're what makes downtown so special, you know, I mean, it's not necessarily the buildings, but the people. And I say that a lot. So yeah, I mean, shopping small, you're supporting more than just, it's so much bigger. It's the it's a bigger picture there. Yeah. What do these business owners do in preparation for like Small Business Saturday and other big games? You know, I'm not quite. That's kind of a hard question because yeah. I don't. You know, <laughs> other than because I'm not a business owner, so I don't really know what their preparations are. Um, other than you know, for big games, they're going to make sure they've got all the right staff in place you know, to, to better serve their customers, you know, because if you've ever been downtown on even just a Friday before a big game, it is crowded. Mm -hmm. And the last thing you want to do is stand in a long line just to grab a sweater or wait two hours to grab a pizza. So a lot of them will, uh, you know, work very hard to make sure that they're staffed accordingly to better serve the customers and to assure that the customers have the best experience in downtown. How would you say online shopping has impacted uh, small businesses in Auburn? You know, that's another question that I'm not sure I could statistically know. Mm-hmm. You know, I know even myself, you know, the Amazon, for instance, mm-hmm. it makes it so easy. Mm-hmm. You know, it's that convenience factor. And I know a lot of people will say, oh, I just don't want to fight downtown because of parking, you know, but that's not an issue anymore. I really, you know, no, yes, if you're trying to grab one thing in downtown on a Friday night, it's probably not the best time to go, you know, but, you know, parking even during the lunch hour is better now in downtown. So I would say that 
you know, to try to think, I try to be more aware, you know, I try to ask myself, you know, when I'm on Amazon, is this something I could buy locally? And if it is, I I try to, you know, I know there's certain things, you know, like one day I was, I think I needed like some tights for my daughter's Grinch costume for Halloween. <laughs> okay. Yeah. She wanted me the Grinch. Um, it's like lime green tights. I knew chances of finding those locally were slim. Mm-hmm. So that was something, obviously, that I got on Amazon. But even Christmas shopping right now, I think we all, it, it makes it too easy for us to snuggle up our pajamas and do it <laughs> online. But, you know, I, once again, our, our businesses need us and need our support. So I would just say be aware, you know, is this something, you know, when you're thinking about buying Christmas gifts. Is this something I could probably find locally? And if so, then I would encourage them because chances are you actually might find it for just as good of a price too. So, and you know, what's also great about buying locally is there's, you're not, it's not going to get put on back order. (laughs) You don't have to worry about it getting lost in the mail. Um, Nobody's going to steal it off your front porch. Um, You can try it on if you want to. You can see it, you can touch it, you can feel it. There's all kinds of perks to to shopping local versus buying it online. Now, we've talked a lot about, with a lot of different things, parking. Um, Back in August of last year, they Mm -hmm. revamped parking in downtown Auburn. You can only park for two hours now, and they raised the rates. You guys were a big part in that study to figure out what it should be, right? Correct. We were, and and I know... And, and I'm glad you asked that because a lot of people didn't really get, I don't think, understood our take on that. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason being is because, like I said earlier, our our businesses, you know, obviously they're down there. They're operating 365 days a year. They know downtown and they know parking better than anyone else. They see it every day. And even I was starting to see it as well mm-hmm. is, and don't take offense to this because y'all are students, but so many, (laughs) we would see a lot of people with backpacks, okay? They would show up at 8 a.m., they had a backpack on, and they walked towards campus, okay? Clearly, they weren't there to shop or dine. You know, that was very obvious. But, you know, it was making it too easy, okay? It was essentially you were paying a dollar to park for four hours. That's cheap. So why not? I don't blame students for doing that. I would have done it too. Well, you know, like that, that's, that's not something you can blame them for. But that's also not fair to the businesses because as a customer that wants to come in, if they see that there's no parking available, then guess what they're going to do? They're going to turn around and go somewhere else. So we had to sit down and really think about, you know, we don't want to discourage these students from coming downtown, not at all, because the students are the bread and butter of downtown. So that's not what we're trying to do, but we've got to find a way to, you know, in you know, encourage more people to be parking and shopping and dining versus parking and going to class. So so that so that came with the whole, okay, we need to, you know, limit the amount of time. So four hours was a lot, you know, two hours makes a little more sense. And, and, you know, the quarter to a dollar thing bothered a lot of people, but I'll be honest with you, I think Auburn was behind the times. You know, if you go to any other college town or bigger city, it's a dollar to park, if not more. Um, So, and a lot of our merchants too, their response to people being upset about that was now they'll validate your parking ticket. Um, and all that information is on our website. So if you want, like, you will essentially get your money back. You just give them your parking ticket when you're making the purchase and you'll get that back. So they take it off your purchase, right? Correct. So if you're already planning to go and shop or eat, like, chances are you're just going to get that money back. But a lot of people don't take advantage of that. Um, so, yeah, that's that's why 
you know, that came about. Um, but, you know, there were some other things that we put our foot down to. I mean, the city was actually wanting to have parking like Saturdays, right? Saturdays and until 8 p.m. Yeah. instead of 6 p.m. And we were like, no, you know, like that's just not. Saturdays, that's that's not going to work. You know, we get it, we understand, games? but right, like that's <laughs> just not going to work. So, so they they were great. The city was great in working with the merchants to really hear us out and hear our opinions on it. And ultimately, we all came to the agreement of what stands now. And I've seen such a tremendous um, difference, such a huge change in parking. Um, you know, when I I'm like I said, I'm there in downtown at all hours of the day, and very rarely do I see all the parking full. So, um, so like I said, Thursday nights, Friday nights, of course, it's a little busier because a lot of people like to go out to dinner. Um, but other than that, you know, it's it's fairly easy to get in and out of downtown. And we have the parking deck that's still coming as well. That's another yeah. 300 spaces. That's so. what I was going to ask you about. That, another parking question for you. So the parking deck is coming, uh, should be coming around sometime uh, in 2020. How do you think that's going to impact uh, both the parking situation and just businesses? Oh, yeah. That's, I mean, it's going to be a great addition to downtown for sure. Because, you know, like I said, do I think we still have a parking issue? Not really. But how nice is it going to be, though, to just have that all that extra parking to where literally I don't want to hear a single person complain anymore about <laughs> parking once that gets there, you know. And it'll be great for when we have events, um, yeah. you know. So when we have Cheers on the Corner, the Summer Night Art Walk, Downtown Trick or Treat, you know, those are, I mean, that draws in thousands of people. And I know that parking becomes an issue when we have events. So it'll be so not like normally we have to make all these graphics saying you can park here, 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 here. And you have to reach out to all the churches and ask for permission. It's just going to be so nice to say. And don't forget about the 300 spaces that are available in the parking deck on College Street. So, so yeah, it's just going to be a huge addition to downtown. And like I said, I don't think anybody's going to be able to complain anymore about parking <laughs> once that gets here. With the holiday season comes the end of the semester. Uh, how does that affect businesses, all these students heading back home? Yeah, you know, it's that's interesting because you would think that it would really like take that our businesses would take a hit, but they don't um, because a lot of the locals come out. They're like, oh, the students are gone. I'm coming to downtown, um, and which is crazy to me because obviously like I'm downtown. I mean, I would come downtown with my family even when the students are here because I love it. I think the students add to the atmosphere of what I love so much about downtown, but there's a lot of people who apparently do not come downtown until the students leave for break. So, um, so yeah, it's crazy. It, yeah. It's like the demographic just will do a, a, a switch basically. And so yeah. it's like the students leave and we see a different demographic that we haven't seen since uh, summer break or mm. spring break. So, um, so it's good, you know, and when, you know, in this, when the Auburn University students leave, our city school students also get on break. So, you know, there, you'll see a lot more families coming through downtown during the day, taking their kids out. Um, so yeah, it's just a yeah, different. It starts different, to balance out. Yeah, it'll balance yeah. out pretty well. Yeah, it's just a different demographic for mm -hmm. sure. Mm -hmm. Well, I think those are all the questions we have, but. Is there anything else you'd like to add for uh, you want our listeners to know about the Merchants Association or downtown Auburn? Um, I would just say that if they're not following us on Instagram or Facebook to go ahead and do so, because we try to keep that up to date as much as possible with all the upcoming events. Um, we update our story frequently where we highlight different merchants. 
Um, you might find that you didn't know that a certain merchant carried, you know, something and we'll highlight it on there for you. Um, so yeah, just follow us on social media and shop local and dine local. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank y'all. That's about it for today. Uh, we hope all of our listeners learned a little bit more about their community. Yeah, I actually learned a lot during this episode. That was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed this one. Um, and I'm looking forward to that big parking deck downtown. Oh, yeah. That'll be <laughs> nice. Uh, I'm looking forward to next week's episode, too, where we'll have another city council meeting uh, recap. I would like to note that the council is expected to take a vote on the private dorm on Armstrong Street. This is something we've mentioned a few times, and it's been tabled several times. Uh, you can look to the Plainsmen for more information on that. The Planning Commission will also meet at 4 p.m. on December 3rd in the Development Services Building Conference Room to discuss short-term rentals. The task force has completed their work and the issue now goes to the Planning Commission to consider an ordinance to regulate them. Plainsmen will be right there for you getting all the information you need. Pick up a print copy Thursday mornings or visit theplainsman.com for 24-7 news coverage. We'd like to thank Weagle and Grayson Moyer for allowing us to borrow their studio. You can find our podcast and other Plainsman podcasts on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts. I'm Elizabeth Hurley. And I'm Evan Meelans. Thanks for listening, and be sure to subscribe to the Auburn Plainsman's network of podcasts. Join us next week for the next episode of Public Hearing.